everybody. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Keeping It Real with Caramel. As we say, 100. Oh, I hope you like my voice. <laughs> well, anyway, we're going to have a good time tonight. I'm telling you, I have this special guest coming on, and we're going to talk about everything. We're going to try to get to know him. And so the world can Google him and and read about him and all this good stuff. So I want you to welcome Cameron. How are you? Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Most definitely. I'm excited that you're here. I mean, like, come on. Like, you know, I know you got a lot of things going on, so we want the world to know what you have going on. Like, seriously. So. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. So. My question is for you is that, so when you, so is writing one of the things that you love to do? I do, yeah. I've been writing on and off since I was, the first time I can remember I wrote a story was in first grade. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention to class. I was writing and uh, it was in the English class and the teacher came up to me and like hit me with a ruler. And she was, I got in trouble for writing in her class, you know. Oh wow! Because like writing is like to me, writing is one of my like one of my favorite things to do. And the reason why I like writing so much is because you can be whoever you want to be, right? So when you are writing, when you're writing like stories or writing anything that you write, it's your imagination, your creativity, and you can be whatever you want to be, whoever your character you want to be, whatever you want to do, you can do it, right? And um, yeah, yeah. So I remember when I was in first grade, you talk about first grade. I remember when I was in first grade, I was writing little poems. I was writing poems, um, poetry, and I was writing like uh, little stories. And I'm thinking when I was in first grade, I wanted to be a, um, a writer for movies, you know, for films. Yeah, yeah. So I used to have my brothers act like one time I remember that I was like I think I was like 10 and my brother was was really small and he was like five I think and I asked him do he want to fly like Superman because I was writing a character the Superman that flies right and I and I broke his arm but you know (laughs) did you throw him I did and I told him to flap like Superman like fly 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 (laughs) oh my god I was crazy back in the I guess the, my mom, she looked at me like, are you crazy? I guess I was. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I'm actually writing a Superman story right now. That's so cool. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So, <laughs> what, <laughs> so what made you decide to write fantasy and sci-fi? Um... I think I've just always been a storyteller. My, I, I've always had, uh, when I was young, I would put myself to sleep thinking of stories. I just um, always had these stories that would come up with in my head. Um, I've, I've read a lot. I love sci-fi fantasy. And mm-hmm. uh, it's just something that, uh, you know, like a lot of people, it's, just, it's, it's fun. You can be super creative. You can come up with anything. And like you said, you can do whatever you want. So I think that's one of the reasons I like it. Yeah, I mean, I never tried to write fantasy before because I don't think that I can write fantasy. You know, I, maybe I could if I tried, but I I don't think I think I'm more like a romance, uh, exotic type of person. You know, oh, yeah. you know, and so that's what kind of books I love writing only because I don't know. I just like bringing out the sexy. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know. So, yeah, so I love writing those kind of things. And um, 
So you're also a software developer. And so when do you have time to do that and, and also write your books? That's a great question. Um, it's hard to find time to do both. And, and it's funny because um, so I was writing. I've been writing on and off my whole life, and then I finally decided to get back into writing. And so that was after I graduated college. I, I wrote a couple novels, and then I was like, you know what? I just don't like my process. Mm-hmm. And so then I, because I was a software engineer at that point, I was like uh, – well, maybe I can make a tool or find a tool that would be, you know, good for my process. And I didn't find anything, so I started building it, started writing the code for a tool. Mm-hmm. And then because because I made the software tool to be good for my process, um, and it, it turned out it was good for other people. And they, they so started spreading, people liked it. And then I started focusing on that, and I didn't write as much. <laughs> oh, wow. My own writing made the tool for my own writing, and then because of it, I didn't write. <laughs> right, and uh, then you also did a book for, like, planning software, right? Uh, yeah, it's, that's what the tool is. It's, it's, a, it's tool a tool to help you plan your books, yeah. Oh, wow. That is awesome. So you're, yeah. You're, so you're super smart. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> so I don't know how to do a few things. Right. So you are an inventor of, is it Plotter? Yeah, it's called Plotter, yeah. Okay, so tell me more about that. Yeah, so Plotter is a visual way for writers to plan out their stories. Mm-hmm. So you can think of it like, if you, well, you said you like to write, so I don't know, maybe you've tried this, but like sticky notes on your wall or index cards to mm-hmm. plan out your story. Yep. A lot of people do that. But you can think of it like digital sticky notes, and um, there's just like the, the chapters are across the top, and your different plot lines go down the side, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like a grid. Mm-hmm. And then you can just see the pieces of your story weave together, and you see all the different plot lines, you know, what the, the main character's doing, what the villain's doing, what the the romantic interest is doing all at the same time. And it's just a very visual way to plan out your stories. Oh, that's super awesome. So what about you, That like the books that you write? So what about for the audience? Why would they want to read what you wrote? Uh, so my, my, my favorite book that I've written um, is called Pizza Planet. And it's, uh, it's kind of a goofy story where this, you're in this world where pizza falls from the sky and it's their only food source. <laughs> right. And they get pizza once a day. And so there's a lot of pizza puns and it's just kind of a goofy story, but it's got a lot of depth to it. And that's, that's what I try and write. I, I try and find like the, the meaning of humanity, you know, in my writing. I try and find, uh, you know, something deep that's meaningful, that's emotional, and it, it helps you be a better person. But in a fun, fantastical way. Right. So in other words, that you're trying to motivate, inspire others in, in like um, to just stay positive in, in your books, or is this like you just want to, to prevent this fantasy for people just to be happy? Yeah, just just be a better person, be positive. Uh, that Pizza Planet specifically is about this this girl who made a big mistake when she was younger, and she's trying to run from it and cover it up, you know. Um, but she realizes she can't. She has to face it. And she finds uh, redemption through, um, like, facing her fears and, and, and doing what she knows is right, even though she didn't want to originally, you know. And, and so it's... It, she thought she was this kind of lost soul, and, and she really wasn't. She was a hero. So. 
right. And so now we're going to talk about that part of it because, you know, this is called keeping it real. So we're going to keep it real here. Okay. So you know how you say that, you know, she faced her fears, right? And so in, in society, a lot of people are scared to face fears, right? They, they're scared to face the problem on, you know, what they go through. They're, they're scared to face anything that they are not used to. Correct? Oh, yeah. So many people try and blame somebody else or just ignore that it's bad or a problem. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people try to get away from stuff like that. So in this, so how do you feel about that? Do you think that people should just go ahead and nip it in the bud, go ahead and face what you have to face, and just handle it at that moment, and then you won't have to worry about it later? That's how I feel about it because, you know, me as a person, I would love to, like, tackle my my fears or what I'm or anything that I have to deal with you know so I can just deal with it and keep it moving because I don't want to deal with nothing else after that you know yeah oh I know I know and actually one of the reasons that I'm, I'm fascinated by telling stories is that because telling stories is actually emotional practice for the hard things in life mm-hmm. and so when you're reading a story about somebody doing something really hard, your heart is actually beating, you know, and you're you're experiencing those emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but your body is not you, – you don't have the consequences. You don't have the, the actual fear of it, but your body is facing it. So it's like it's practicing. And so when you have to do something hard, you're actually – you're better at doing that. And so you're able to face your fear stronger because you read about a character that did, you know, and even though it was hard, mm-hmm. she did it and you felt it. And so now you're able to do it. I think that's so fascinating. It is. It is actually. So what was one of your fears? And then you just took, like you hit it head on. Let me tell you my fear. My fear was that um, I was, I'm a comedian. I do stand up comedy. Right. No wonder, no wonder you're so, <laughs> so I do, I do stand up comedy, and I think one of my fears was I was scared to get on stage. You know, oh, um, I was scared to get on stage, and I was scared to get booed. You know, or I, 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 I was like super scared, and I'm like, I can't do this. I, I don't understand why. You know, why I want to do it, but at the same time, I love making people laugh and having a good time. Right. And yeah. so I remember I remember one time I got on stage, my first time ever getting on stage, and I was shaking, like, camera, and I was shaking. Like, I could not, I was like a leaf, like, tr- like leaves was coming off of me, I felt like, you know? <laughs> and when I got on stage, when I got on stage, I, I kid you not, I froze. That was, like, the first time I ever got it, I froze, and I looked at the audience, and I just stood there and looked. And, and I didn't know what to say, you know. And I forgot everything. I forgot everything what I was gonna do. Yeah. And then when I got off stage, when I got off stage, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna let this beat me. You know, I was like, I can't let this beat me because this is what I want to do, and I got to face my fears. And so the second time I got on stage, I killed it. And I was like, yeah, you was gonna get me, huh? <laughs> Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I killed it. So from then on, I've been killing it ever since. But that's why I was saying you can't stop. Even though that you feel like this is like that is your moment, sometimes, you know, you have to beat it on. You have to say, I'm going to do it regardless of what anybody says. I know I bombed the first time. I know that this happened, but I'm going to still face my fears and still go for it. You know, and that shows you that you're a strong person to do that. 
Yeah, and and also that you don't have to even if you screw up the first time, it's not the end. You know, mm-hmm. like you can keep doing it. You don't give up. You just keep going. Maybe you need somebody to to cheer you on, a family member, a friend, or something mm-hmm. that like kind of licks your wounds after that first battle. You know that you lose, but then you get back in there and you, you give you another shot and you do awful. Exactly, and just like when you say when you're writing the books, right? Everybody's not gonna like your books. You know, they're not going to like the cover. They're not going to like what's inside of it. And if they read it, they might not like it, right? But at the end of the day, when you're pitching your book out to people or or letting people read it, you're going to get, like, a a lot of negative energy. A lot of people are going to be like, oh, it was okay. You know, the cover was fine. It was all right. But you got to realize that you're going to hear so many no's and so many, like, okay, it's fine. It's all right. It's whatever. Just don't give up on it. Because that's your dream. That's not their dream. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, it's hard as a writer to put yourself out there and just, like, your whole ego is there waiting to be crushed when people read your book. Mm -hmm. It's hard to be rejected. It is. It is. So for you, how do you feel when people reject your book or read something and be like, why do you write that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, um, I I can't say I've gotten too many negative reviews because mm-hmm. honestly my books don't sell a lot. Mm-hmm. But I, I, there are a couple negative reviews, but it's it's almost worse because it's like nobody cares. Mm-hmm. You know? They don't even care to give a negative review. They don't even care to read it. So it's even harder. Right, <laughs> right. Them. So, yeah, I understand that because, like, when people, I don't know, it's just people are people and they and they see things how they see it. I don't know, you know. But me personally, I love everybody. I, I, I think everybody got their own opinion. But when it comes down to what I do, it's what I do for me, not for anybody else. You know, yeah. I could buy my book and be like, oh, look at what I did, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's super awesome. Like, so – um. So what is your next, like, what else do you have going on? Yeah, so um, right now I'm trying to, like I said, I'm trying to write a Superman story. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really interesting to start because I've been trying to start this thing for years, and and I realized I was just afraid to, like, get back in the saddle and start writing again. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I was just afraid to rejected again, afraid to, that people weren't going to like my writing, that I'd be no good at it. Um, so that it took me a while, and then I just had to push through, and I, I started again. And now it feels great to be writing again. That's awesome. So that's one of your fears, right? Your fear was rejection, you know? Yep. And like I said, people people get upset about rejection. And I learned in life as I grew older that, you know, people's not, like I said, people's not going to always like what you do. But you have to realize that you're going to get rejections first before you get some any positive feedbacks or whatever. So that means that you have to do what makes you happy. And now look at you. You're happy of writing again. You're happy that you're back in there, you know, sharing sharing your ideas, your creativity to someone. Or once this, everything is done, you're going to look at that book and be like, yep, I did it. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I finished that. <laughs> that is super awesome. So you have some furry babies. So what? So what did you have? Like you have cats and dogs. <laughs> so so that's six kids, and they. Uh, when we when one of them was little, she was afraid of dogs. When mm-hmm. our, our third one, she was afraid of dogs, and so. We didn't want to get pets or anything, but we're like, okay, she's gonna be afraid of animals. Like she was. 
she would see it blocks away and she'd be terrified of it. So we're like, this can't, this can't happen. So we, we bought a dog, a puppy, and they all fell in love with it so much, you know. And, and from there, it's just downhill. They just wanted more and more pets. And so now <laughs> we have, we have four cats, a dog, and we have two dogs that are actually, they're the neighbor's dogs, but they spend a bunch of time over at our house, so they're practically ours. <laughs> that and, is... <laughs> And we've got a pond full of turtles in the backyard, and the kids are always catching turtles. And so we counted one day, and there's over 97 turtles. Oh there. my God! Yeah, I know. We couldn't believe it. So we say they're our pets, you know, 97 pet turtles. <laughs> oh, wow. So as your, you say you have six kids, as your kids grow, what do you want to teach them? Like, what do you teach them to, to understand about what life is all about? Oh, man, that's that's a hard question. There's so many things. Um, first and foremost is to, to love God. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's the best. And um, just to, to, not, to not give up, to, um, to work hard, to love their family. Um, you know, I'd, I'd hope that they'd be creative and follow their passions and do something that they would love. Um, you know, not everybody gets to do that. Like, right. I, I really hope they, they get to it, that they, they're able to make money doing something they love and that they have people that love them, uh, that they surround themselves with people that love them. And that is super great because that's what I tell my daughter, you know, and I, and I only have one, so I couldn't do six, but, you know, congratulations to you, but I couldn't do six, right? But the thing about it with me is I tell my daughter the same thing. I say, do something that you love because I don't want her to go through my dreams or what I want to do. I want her to do something that she absolutely loves, you know, and she's going yeah. to enjoy it because it's not my life. It's her life. And, you know, I feel like sometimes, and I'm not saying, you know, audience, I'm not saying it's you or I'm just saying in general that sometimes in life people live through their kids because they couldn't reach their dreams, you know. And I always tell my daughter, I don't want to be that, that parent to live through you. You know, I want you to do what you want to do, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because I know, you know, some people like, I couldn't do it because of this and that. But at the end of the day, that's, that's your dream is over and done. Now it's time for your kids to have their own dreams. You know, that's how I see it. Yeah. Maybe that's kind of rude, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm being honest, you know. Yep. Keep it real, right? <laughs> That's it, Cameron. <laughs> that is so it. So when it when so when people want to start writing, beginners, what kind of advice will you give them? Uh, okay, so good question. First of all, writing isn't um, something that you're just born with. That you either you're good or you're bad at it. It's more like learning the piano. You have to practice, practice, practice for hundreds, maybe thousands of hours to do it, to be, to be good at it. Um, it's, it's also something that has totally changed from even when I was a kid in that it's easier now than ever to make money as a writer and to have your whole career be in writing. But it's also really hard to do it too. So mm-hmm. it's, you got to dedicate yourself to it, and I think you really have to love it, or else it's gonna be it's gonna be really hard. That is true. That's fast because anything you do, you should love. You know, um, yeah. anything you do, you should love what you do. 
and you should some people you know they got to do what they got to do but if you do anything like writing or any kind of entertainment or anything that you do you're supposed to love it right but but sometimes we we unfortunately that we can't love everything that we do we just have to make that money you know so but when it comes (laughs) when it comes to writing you write you know you have to practice writing because writing just don't I'm going to be a writer. Everybody can't write, you know, or I'm going to write a book. And, you know, a lot of people got to realize that writing is not, a lot of people are like, oh, it's just writing. No, it's not just writing. Writing is hard, you know. It's so super hard. You know, my last book was 2013, so you see how hard it was? Exactly, because we're crazy, right? 
We're so yeah. we crazy people, honestly. Yeah. If you <laughs> if you're a writer, we're crazy because we got multiple personalities in our brain because we're being so many different characters. You know? Yeah, we're all talking to us and telling us what to do and say. Exactly. And, well, they say that you're not crazy until you talk back to yourself. But I do it many times, so I must be crazy. Same here. Same here. I'd be like, no, I don't want this character there. Oh, okay, but okay, I'll put it right there. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So if people want to find you, how can they find you? Uh, they have to look really hard. Uh, no, I uh, I am not really good at social media. Um, I write a little bit on uh, on Medium. Mm-hmm. So I, my my writing name is C Lewis S. Mm-hmm. So but it's not spelled like C S Lewis. Not that Don Lewis is not it's spelled like that. So it's C L O U I S. Okay. Then S. So um, you can look on Medium for C Lewis S. Um, I am on Twitter. I hardly ever, you know, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, but I hardly ever post. So, um, and, I, and I don't even have a blog. So maybe that's why nobody finds my, my book. Yeah, Cameron. So, I mean, how are you going to write these books? And you can't even, no one can even find you. I mean, like, what's going on, Cameron? Like, how is they going to find you and follow you and love what you do, this creative mind that you have and everything that you got going on? How are they going to find you? I know. I, I need to fix that. I need to get my act together and start making relative websites and all these things. Yes, you do, because you're, like, blind. You, okay, we Google you. What, what's going to come up? Like, what's going to come up? One star? <laughs> What? What's going on? What is going on? We got to get better at this. So when I talk to you, because I'm going to interview again, I promise you. And when I do, when I do, you have to have your social media, at least something. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. That's a good, it's a good first step to get going. Right. Have something up there. So, right. Either Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Your choice. Or LinkedIn. Okay. Okay. That gives me some options. Yeah, um, so we got to we, so we have to find you and we have to know about your book. We have to know where to find you. So audience, as you know, Cameron said that you can find him. The only way you can find him is on Medium. He write little things on there. But any other time you want to find his book, you won't be able to find it. But uh hey, he's hiding. Well, you can find my You can find my books on Amazon. Oh, you yeah, can find his books on yeah. Amazon. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I've got two two books there under C. Lewis S. and one book under Cameron Sutter. So if you if you can scroll through all the things on Amazon and find me, then maybe I'm better. <laughs> oh my God, we got to get better at this, Cameron. I promise you do. I promise. Yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I will have to get on you. I have to get on you, but that's okay. Right now, we just <laughs> right now. Please follow him on Amazon. Buy his book. Um, make sure that um, he will have a website up, not a website, but he will be on social media soon on something. I will let y'all know soon. And so um, prepare for that. Let's give him like, what, four months, five months. Um, And he should be there, you know. (laughs) 
you're welcome. But anyway, Cameron, let me let you know that it's been such a pleasure talking to you. You're super awesome. You're, you're, I know you're a super, super great dad. So I know I'm not going to talk to you before June. So I'm going to say happy Father's Day to you. Um, oh, thank you. Because I know, like, if I don't talk to you, I have to say it now. And, um, yeah, and tell your wife happy Mother's Day. Um, and so take care of those beautiful kids you have and these furry animals and the 90 turtles that you have in the back, okay? 97. Oh, I'm sorry, 97 turtles. It might be 100 by now, but anyway. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, thank you so much. And I want to say God bless you, and, and I just hope things go well for you. And, but, you know, it will because you put God in first in your life, and I know things is going to be super, super awesome because God is always first. And, um, right. yes, yes, I walk in the faith of him, and I'm walking right right behind him, and whatever he tells me, I just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. No arguing back. I might argue with someone else, but not with him, okay? <laughs> I might question it a little bit. I mean, like, why? Why do you want me to do that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Take care and um, be blessed and talk to you soon. And better have that social media when I talk to you again. And I want to talk to you probably in, probably like I'm going to say in five months. What's this? This is May, May, June, July, August, September, October. I'm going to talk to you again in October and I'm going to let them know that I'm going to talk to you again in October. Hello. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Be blessed and take care. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, have a blessed day. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye.